0: This is Together 24-7, episode 84. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your host, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I am your co-host, Barry Cohen. I am your other co-host, Catherine Cohen. Awesome. We got it right this time.
1: We get it right every time.
0: No, no. Usually you yell at me.
1: No, no, no. After we introduce ourselves, and sometimes before because the way you introduced yourself, I have to correct you because you try to go off on a tangent somewhere, and it's not funny.
0: Who's going off on a tangent now?
1: I'm just explaining to the audience why you think I have to yell at you all the time. Hmm. I don't think I like you anymore. Please. <laughs> Who'll have you? Who besides like your parents who will have you? They won't even take me back. They're not they taking said you once back. you're out you don't come yeah, back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Once you're out you're out. Okay, let's let's talk about our show today. Who do we have? Sean Gibson and Robert Jones. And who are they? Sean Gibson and Robert Jones are a uh, they created United Health Association, which is a holistic health association. So as I've heard Sean tell us numerous times, you've got the uh, American Medical Association, the AMA. I know of them. The the pill poppers? The pill yes. pushers. The pill pushers. The, the, the legal drug addict. Okay, I really won't go into that. And let's that.
0: not forget about the ADA. Okay, it,
1: there's the ADA, right? Isn't that
0: the American Dental Association? That is the American Dental not Association. Not the Americans with Disability Act.
1: No, no. That's the American Dental Association. So for everybody out there who um, looks to complementary medicine, something to do with your Western medicine. You mean medicine, people that
0: actually want to heal?
1: Right. People that actually want to heal. <laughs> everybody knows my story. So um, you looking for complementary medicine or, or or what is called alternative medicine or what I like to call the real way to heal your body. I agree. Um. There's no association, right? There's, there's nothing out there for me to be able to say, you know, oh, you fit criteria, you don't. Yes? Correct. Correct. Okay.
2: Well, I would say that there's small pockets of associations, but none of them have a national voice. None of them have taken this concept and uh, made a national association. And that's where Sean and I are stepping in to create a national association for those who are in the alternative holistic and naturopathic health community.
1: Which is which is really great because just like there are, are, are quack medical doctors, even though they've um, maybe had formal training, um, and then they still do things that are uh, that are unsafe or unpro- unproven, unsafe or un good for you.
2: Ungood.
1: Ungood for you.
2: <laughs> wow, but very good for them, as but, we found. <laughs> right.
1: Well, then there's you know then there's also um, in every field. Right. Uh, You would have to say in in every field out there, no matter what you're doing, there's you know, there's good and bad. And this is going to be a great opportunity for the fabulous people. I know personally, you know, it was naturopaths and energy people and everything else that cured the cancer for me. I had the surgeon because I knew I needed the surgeon and I wanted the surgeon because I knew where I could start my healing from. But after that, I didn't do anything that, you know, that they told me. So this is going to be fantastic. But anyway, I did I digress?
0: Just a tad.
1: Just a lot. They've been in business together for five months. Uh, they are engaged to be married. Woohoo! And jacking up. And and that's we were just talking about the wedding. Everybody's invited. So everybody who's Hearing this right now,
2: <laughs> Get, they're invited. You're Come invited. On out. <laughs> Come on out.
1: Uh, you guys have four kids together, two and two. And you're here's the story of a lo- okay, yes, the Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch, exactly. Uh, ages, if,
2: yes, if you count her two hairy kids, <laughs> then we do have six,
1: <laughs> then you have six. But it's uh, your Don't children and the fish and the cat, and the fish and the cat, they're the pets. They're the p-
0: <laughs> but so the- wait, 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 yeah,
1: I uh,
3: uh, go ahead.
0: The fish and the cat are the pets. What are the furry children?
3: We have two dogs. I have two dogs.
2: <laughs> Which means uh, on June 6th, June 15th, I have two dogs.:
1: That's right. Why don't cats rate?: I don't I, Well, it, they're too Robert's, independent. It's Robert's cat. He doesn't consider that his fur baby. We no, consider He no. doesn't.
3: No See, Miner misunderstood hairy children. That's what I tell everybody. They're not dogs. Their are hairy, hairy kids. That mm-hmm. happen
2: to make in the backyard. It, and see a cat. Mine happens to be an independent life being who happens to choose me and I can't get rid of him. But I love him nevertheless and I'll put a food dish and some water out. So he's okay.
3: He's, he's, yeah. he's now turning into my fur baby too.
2: <laughs> yes. They, they, they have their moments every morning in front of the sink and mirror.
3: Oh how cute. Yes, Blue thinks he's part of my morning ritual. As I'm doing my hair and makeup, he's right there on the counter. As o- he
2: should
1: be. Offering
3: support and yes. and comments.
2: Yes. Yep. Critique. Making sure she's okay Critique. every morning. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's good. That's good. So the kids are 4, 7, 10, and 15. Now, Sean, you are a third-generation native of Las Vegas, Nevada. You've been here in beautiful, sunny Arizona for almost 11 years. Not too much of
3: a climate. 11 I, years or 11, 11 months? Almost, almost 11, 11 years. Uh, I know how to read. I don't. <laughs> July, July marks 11 years for me. For most people, moving out
1: here in July is probably the craziest thing that they could do. But when you come in from Las Vegas, it's, it's the same, same. old, it's same old. Same old, same old. Yeah. Same old, same old. Um, You love connecting with others,
3: helping people both professionally and personally. You're the outdoorsy one. I am. Oh, I could go hug a tree. If I could, I'd have my desk underneath a tree. In July? It does not make a difference to me. Wow.
1: And of course, as we all know, don't hug the trees in Arizona. They all have thorns on them. (laughs) (laughs) You're very open-minded.
0: She has to be. Look who she's engaged (laughs) with. (laughs) Thanks,
1: I think. He's my balance. Roadblocks aren't roadblocks. They're opportunities to you. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. That's right. I make I make her game a little bit more exciting. You keep telling yourself that. <laughs>
1: So tell us a little bit about, at eight years old, your first entrepreneurial
3: adventure, you had a neighborhood car wash. I did. uh, Going back to the 80s, I'll be 40 this year. So going back to the 80s, I used to charge $10 a car to wash.
1: And it seemed like all
3: my neighbors had those large Broncos, you know, the ones where you need a big ladder to get up just to clean the top? Yes. So I would go up there and I would get the ladders out and I'd vacuum and wash the cars and I had a route. And the purpose of me starting the business was because I didn't want my parents to have to pay for my clothes and, and things that I wanted. I wanted to have my independence. And sure, my mom and dad still bought stuff, but I liked having my own money. And, you know, I cleaned houses, too, at eight, small projects. Wow. So whatever I could do to earn money, that's what I wanted to do. But the car washing was the big one for me. At eight. At, at eight. eight. At eight.
0: I'm trying to figure out how you went from all around to do this did you borrow the car
1: did you (laughs) not at eight years old
3: no i had my bucket and my water and i'd go door to door and they would fill me up and so i had my little route all in the neighborhood that's great i love that so i made local before it was popular popular
2: (laughs) the mobile car wash the mobile mobile car wash yeah
1: the mobile car wash And you've done a number of other things. Uh, You've managed recruiting firms. You've been a director of curriculum, chamber of commerce, and now you're an active member of Network Together. You don't really have a choice in that, do you? You can't say it like, I'm going to a different networking meeting today.
3: Actually, that's how Robert and I met. I was invited to attend a Network Together meeting, and uh, uh, another member says, hey, have you heard about this group? I'm like, well, kind of. And so I went, and everybody was doing their around the room, and they skipped over me. And I remember raising my hand and I said, well, I know I'm a visitor, but do I get to give my little 30-second commercial? And, And the facilitator looks at me and says, well, you're our guest speaker today.
2: I was not the facilitator. I see that look. I see that look. If this was on video, everyone would see that look as well. But no, I was not the facilitator.
3: No, Robert was sitting directly across from me. And, you know, just learning that I was going to be the guest speaker, I look over at the person who invited me. And, of course, there was the bantering at that point. And so I'm thinking, okay, got to get my A game on. I'm thinking about what do I need to talk about, not the person in front of me. And, of course, networking, I'm there for business, not you know, prospecting from future Mr. Hubby. <laughs> Her net husband. <laughs> net husband. <laughs> so we're proof networking works in many different ways. In many yeah. different
1: ways. So let's explain to our audience, you know, why is Network Together such a big thing? Robert, that's where, that's the company that we met you through. Uh, that's what you started to promote your business. Um, your uh, Tell us about because i'm going to screw this up i know i know totally i'm going to screw this up uh it don't mean a thing if you can't get seen oh it don't
2: mean a thing if your website ain't seen do i do i do i do i do i I? a voice for radio right and
1: (laughs) and tell us tell us what that all means
2: well that's actually from insightful solutions and and we kind of carried the premise of Um, insightful solutions is a web development and search engine optimization company and we helped clients with internet marketing getting them on the first page of google and first page of being yada 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 and the thing is is you can have the best website in the world but of course if it's not found guess what you're not going to be seen by those who are looking for you Uh, the same way we took that uh, virtual concept and we applied it to network together look if you're not out there getting seen in front of other people Guess what? You're not going to get the referrals because someone else is grabbing your business, and that's one of the reasons why Network Together was created.
1: And Network Together is uh, a networking group. It is here in Phoenix, Arizona. It's actually a networking
2: organization.
0: It is a networking organization. That, that organization.
1: Robert started. Yeah. Right. It's a networking organization because there's more than one group. There's like, what, 17, 18? We couldn't figure it out this morning. 18. There's, there's eight
2: 18 chapters now. Yeah. In
1: in the Phoenix metropolitan area, and eventually you guys are going to move to other states, I'm sure, mm-hmm. other areas.
2: Yeah, so you financiers out there listening to this podcast, just uh, get with me. My number is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we'll have all that stuff on the show notes page. But uh, Robert, you were born in Kansas, grew up in Texas, and then went to Southern California, Arizona. Um, Your biggest passion, it's being a dad. Yeah, love being a
2: dad. Love going out there in the soccer field or going out with the kids and and throwing down the hoops and um, running around with them. Um, I think they keep me young. They're, they're my activity, absolutely.
1: And being an entrepreneur, does that help or hurt in the ability to hang out with the kids?
2: It both helps and hurts at the same time, <laughs> believe me. <laughs> oh, But, you know, what we do, what's great about Sean and myself is we're really training the kids to be our best networkers. So, you know, we're gra- growing our next generation.
3: Yes, we
0: are. So you're going to – what are we going to call this – Passive recurring networking. <laughs> yeah, there are
2: net kids.
1: Net kids. Everything <laughs> yeah. is everything is Everybody's net. net. <laughs> everything is net. Yep. And and uh, Robert's mother is is part of Network Together, and she's the net mom of she... us all. And <laughs> yeah. and they're having a net wedding with a net reception. It's it's all it's all a great thing. I, I
3: had to draw the line at the net wedding.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we, 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 we cannot use net wedding as one of the words. Okay, there's okay. no net, vernacular net, of net wedding. I had net a nuptials. Line. Net <laughs> net nuptials. Now that was all Barry on his own. <laughs> net
1: was, that was <laughs> that was all him because that didn't
2: come from us. And Robert, you're welcome. <laughs> you're, okay, thank you, Barry.
1: <laughs> so now, Robert, we know your background. Right? You you were in the Marines, and thank you yes. for your service. Six
2: years. Yeah, six uh, years.
1: Associate of the Year and Boutique Manager with Chanel, Event Planning Catering. Uh, you were a juggler in the Renaissance yes, Festival. I was. You, uh, you graduated the Real Estate uh, the Arizona School of Real Estate and Business, and you helped launch real, Realtor com. And you worked for Bob Parsons, and you and and, and 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 so many other things that we'll just we'll just list it in the show notes. But now. Um, and I,
2: and I like how you brought even more that was than was in my bio. So we do know each other a little bit there, yes. don't we? And you do
1: listen, and I do. listen. Wow, no I'm pretty excited yeah. about she that. She listens
2: to nothing. I told her everything.
0: Oh, okay. the only person.
1: I... Well, I, it's not that I don't listen to Barry. <laughs> it's that I pretend not to hear him.
2: Oh, it's that selective memory.
0: That selective thing? memory okay. and
1: hearing thing. As as a wife, that's we, do, we that's discussed what you do.
0: this earlier. She hears everything. But she chooses to ignore it
2: until years later when it's needed.
1: When it's when it's necessary to okay. win my argument.
2: Am, are you giving us advice here? Yes. Or, okay. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I advice. I'm seeing this over here, Robert. The
0: advice is never speak. It will it, it will save you. Okay.
1: <laughs> so you guys touched a little bit about on the kids. They're all at home. They're all living with you guys, and uh, and the blend is happening. Yes. And tell us a little bit about what they're doing as far as, uh, is seriously, with Network Together um, and with United Health Associates Association. See, I did it because I flipped this over.
3: Dang it. <laughs> United Health Association is the company that they own together that they started five months ago. Well, with our, with our two boys, uh, Aiden, who's my child, who's seven, and then Troy, who's 10, we bring them to different events with us. Um, my son in particular, I've had, he went to his first political rally when he was just two months old. Um, he has worked different chamber events with me, gone to different mixers. I've brought him on client appointments to where he listens. Uh, and it's funny because I even have a name badge that says Director of Networking. And I had him at a function one time, and he goes up to this person who sells Mary Kay, and he says, "I have a business card for you." And he goes over and he starts giving her cards, and he was just works. He could work a crowd better than anybody. And if you need somebody to do fundraising. Aiden is definitely your kid. Troy is really good. He also has that trait of being a connector, and the two are just dynamite.
2: Although Troy Troy does have his um, particular differences, and one of them is Troy likes the women so yes. if if there's women in the audience, he will be the guy that goes after them. He really is a little a little player, and I don't know where he gets that from because his daddy's not like that. But Troy sure is.
3: <laughs> sure. So.
2: <laughs> so men out there, if you need a man, we have a nice ten year old for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Aiden doesn't care; he'll go after everybody. <laughs>
1: Now that's pretty cool. Um, we always talk about uh, how we grew up in, in an entrepreneurial family. Did, did you guys grow up in an entrepreneurial family? Yes. No. Yes and no. Okay.
2: I had, I had to figure my way out in every aspect, in every way.
3: See, mine was, uh, I come from a family where traditionally the male has the the male typical role. Uh, Women Mm -hmm. have their place in the house. And when when I was 13, my mom divorced my dad and she got into real estate. And so that's where I started picking up and learning to be a business person and grew up and had to uh, help out. So that was kind of ingrained during those early years for me. I think
1: you influenced your mom because if your parents got divorced when you were 13 and you had your own business when you were eight, I think you influenced your mom (laughs) and and gave her a little bit of strength, and that happens too.
2: Did you give your mom freebies, by the way, on the car washing?
3: Probably not.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) You are a true entrepreneur, aren't you? Oh, my god! Wow, maybe
1: a family discount. So So tell us about why you started United Health Association um, and what made you decide to go into business together?
3: Well, uh, to start why I wanted to be in business, uh, I had sold my company and I had was serving on the board of directors for a chamber of commerce. And towards the end of my tenure with the board, I was looking at what do I want to do? And I love to start companies, get them to a certain point and then sell them but I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to do that anymore. I want to look at what is my background? What is it that I'm passionate about? uh, What am I good at? Well, in the meantime, I had stepped down and I took a a paid position with the chamber and I was working with local businesses and not just in that area because a traditional chamber is you stay in your own town or city. Well, I believe that You need to reach out. You need to educate. And that's what I love because it was a small town. And I would find myself up in Tempe and Chandler and Patchy Junction everywhere just giving talks on the town I was from. Well, when I met Robert, Robert and I started talking, and we both realized that our views of health and wellness parallel. And he says to me, I have this company, which is?
2: Well, it was called Holistic Practitioners and Providers holistic health practitioners and providers and she saw actually saw the um, the business plan in a binder up on the shelf and she already kind of knew the answers to the questions before she was asking them so let let's go back to that she saw it up on that shelf and she said you know what this really looks like a great idea it looks like a place that we're very aligned on and i want to help bring this back why have you not told me about this and she says so let's take
3: it to the next level <laughs> <laughs> and so you did.
2: Yeah, and and so what what happened was she's like she said, "Well, you know, I love what you have here, a directory about health, and it looks like you've gotten it to a certain point, but what happened with that?" And I said, "Well, you know, I tried it in 2011, and I had signed some um, documents that said I couldn't um, compete in in the healthcare industry once I got out. And then 2011, I did it again, but Network Together started and taken off, and yeah. it was growing so rapidly. I kind of had to shelve the um, the the H, It's called HHP, the HHP idea. And then Sean says, "You know, but." What's really great about this idea is I think it can be more than a directory, and I think it can be more than a chamber of commerce. I think what we need to do is with our backgrounds is take this and make an association out of it.
3: And make it on a national level, not just a local.
2: And, and, you know, and I said, well, you know, let me think about that a little bit. And so I did a little bit of online research, and I got back with her, and I said, you know what? I've seen some national organizations in there that have 150 members that have been in existence for 30 years. What gives here? And so we sat down and talked about it, and we, we pulled the trigger to say, hey, you know what? It's time. Let's make this happen. And that's part of where we got the, um, the saying, it takes a national organization to have a national voice, and that's our goal.
0: And mm-hmm. a question that I have, how long were you two dating at the time when this came about? Oh,
2: about two weeks.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> no. I, wow. I, I wanted to, I wanted to step back and and put this mm-hmm. in perspective for our listeners. Okay, okay. I, if you guys are and, and a lot of our listeners are people who they each independently are professionals. They may have just started their family that you know that late thirties early forties age, and the kids are growing up, and now they've decided we've got to do something else. We want to spend more time with our kids instead of spending more time on the commute or in our offices. So that's who our listenership is. Um, and you guys out there who are listening to us, you've been doing this and knocking this idea around for years and talking here and there about it. How long have you been together is the question. And the answer is, and you know, this is like when your kid says, I'm four and a half. Mm. Their answer is one year and one month. <laughs> so they're so spanking new. Not that they've been married one year and one month. Remember, they're engaged and they're getting married. They're, n- um, they're the next. net
0: engaged. They're yes. net
1: engaged. <laughs> they're <laughs> net gauged. <laughs> Um, and is it June or July you're getting married? June. June, June so June 15th, they're getting, so, mm-hmm. you know, June 15th of 2016, they will be together one year two months when they get married. And yeah, yet, we hit the
2: big 14. Yeah, yeah they hit the big 14.
1: <laughs> and yet, two weeks into the relationship, you thought, what made you think that this was not going to crash and burn an, a, 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 da- a newly dating relationship? With kids to blend the families
2: and furry hairy kids
1: and, and well and the furry kids too. Um, and you're starting a business. So what what made you think that you could do this without killing each other?
3: <laughs> well, we both have the same belief system. You got to make it work. At the end of the day, you have to communicate. It's the most important part in anything. It doesn't matter if it's your professional or if it's your. Uh, Personal life, you have to communicate. When we were dancing on that dance floor and we had our kids around us, and I looked into his eyes, I knew this was this was right. Um, I was a foster parent, so for me, blending kids together and kids of all different personality types, it was a cakewalk. I mean, yes, it has its ups and downs, like anything, but it was easier because I did come from a background of having uh, lots of children with lots of different personality types.
2: Of course, when we were on that dance floor, I was just looking at her thinking, like, I hope we have a second date. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
2: all I was thinking at that point in time. Oh, please, oh, please, let the phone number
1: I she know. gave me be
2: real. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and then we could go into
0: business. <laughs> yes. together. And then we could go into
1: business together. So now that you're in business, uh, Division of Labor, who does what? How is that decided?
2: Well, I, I think I think what we're really looking at is that is where we're beginning uh, to get our alignment more in effect. And that's kind of the part where we have the mic in front of each other, and it's kind of like we grab it and we, we're we getting better and better at sharing it, but we haven't developed that firm division of labor yet. But our first part is to say, you know, if anything, let's work our plan first and then worry about execution later. And I think that that's what we're doing now is we're really working out our plan. And what's going to evolve is is our natural, um, you know, our skill set, our experience will start to lend itself into the areas that we want to grow into. So we're trying to do it a little bit more organically instead of just taking down a job description sheet and saying, you do this and I'll do that and you do this and I'll do that. And, um, you know, the nice thing about that Sean and myself are we, we both like the plan, but we, you know, we all we both like to learn, but we also like to do the activity. So we are very much an action oriented couple. And believe me, if I'm not actioning something, she'll let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to figure out where the skill set
0: of juggling comes into play with this company.
2: Well, you, you know, when you, when you talk about spinning plates, I can spin the plates. They can be tangible, but they can also be mental as well. <laughs> and, and seriously, though, being such a new company, you don't even know where,
0: what all the tasks are yet. I mean, it, it, everything has to fall into place what actually has to get done because it's going to evolve as you go along.
3: Well, the nice thing is we do have a business plan. And we follow a, a model, being that we both have had businesses and have businesses still. It's helped us in our platform. Uh, we know exactly what we want to accomplish each, you know, this year, next year, uh, what we're putting together. We know that what the keys are and how that they fit into the holes.
2: Well, and I'd also, you know, double down on the thought of. Uh, being that um, Sean has a background um, working with the chamber, and um, my experience with Network Together and some of the other networking organizations I've been a part of, they actually blend themselves to an association level. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so together, um, our backgrounds. I, I have a favorite saying. It says, you know, if you learn something, that knowledge is transferable. And being that Sean and I are together, we're able to lend our our experience, that knowledge set with each other to create something that's more because we are together. And another gentleman I really love to quote is Stephen Covey. And he always says, if you get that someone and you create that synergy, our one plus one is way greater than two. Mm
1: -hmm. The sum is greater than the, uh, the...
2: Something like that. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Much greater. That's it. Much greater.
1: That's it.
0: Okay, so... My favorite question to ask, and I know you guys have not been in business for very long, Mm -hmm. but since you have been, what has been your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement and how'd you work through it? Mm. You're not allowed to say nothing.
2: No, I mean, I'll, I'll go you know what, what's really great is we don't have any big disagreements. We just have a plate full of small, little disagreements. But what I love that what we do for each other is we give each other such a voice that in the end, what we embrace is I have something on my own. You have something on your own. But, you know, in the end, collectively, if we can merge those ideas together, we come out with something greater. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm answering that question, Mary, but I'm also saying we haven't come to that great hurdle because we've also made it a point not to get to that great hurdle.
3: You know, any any uh, hurdles that we've had to overcome, they're minor. It's usually, oh, we need an event on this date. No, I think I want to make it at this date. I mean, that's pretty much our biggest one. When it came down to designing the, the structure, there wasn't any real challenges. Uh, we're real good about... We put our ideas out there. If it does get a little elevated because we're both being stubborn, you know, I am Irish, uh, we we take a deep breath, we step back, we tell the other person, let's revisit this, and we do. And that's important. We don't raise our voice at each other. There is, it's not heated like what you would think.
1: They're so cute. They're adorable. They just started out. <laughs> I know. Give them, give them
0: 20 years. <laughs> I know. It's going to be fun. Lock the dishes in the cabinet so they can't get open, that whole but, thing.
1: But in all seriousness, you know, you, you if you start from the beginning, um, I think knowing, all right, these are my strengths, these are my weaknesses. I'm not going to try to do my weaknesses so I become a better person. It, it's the other person's strength. I'm not, I'm stepping back totally. If you start from the beginning, establishing the rules. Too often we find with couples, they don't have any rules in the beginning. And then they, and then comes the, the big hurdle, and they go, well, how the hell do we handle this? Mm-hmm. And you guys are establishing the rules from the beginning and, and, and a pattern of how you're going to do it. I think business in general, unfortunately, we have the idea, but we don't establish the steps to get there until we need to suddenly create a staircase. Mm-hmm. So you guys are doing really well with that. Thank you. I think.
2: Well, you, uh, know, I, you know, but you know, here's another thing. We also come into it in, in such a way where I, I pretty much know who I am. And, um, and I know Sean knows who she is. And when, when you really know each other well, and you have those passions and you come completely aligned, it actually makes everything quite a bit easier. You know, we, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a kid anymore. I, have kind of self-discovered myself many years ago and, and and Sean's in the same way. And so, We've learned part of our good skill set is, is we've learned that to get anything done, you have to have the other person as a stakeholder into that which you need to get done. And one of the things we do is we call it the tabling. And so she'll come to me and it's just like we have this table even between our two desks. And she'll come to me and she'll table an idea and she's like, you know, you know, here's something that we need to discuss or a few things that we need to discuss or I'll do the same thing. And it's a great way for us to come into a point of our neutrality. And by coming to our point in neutrality, it doesn't seem like it's like, well, I feel this way and I think that we should do it. It's right. more of like, you know, here's a way that I feel. What do you think about it? And if we continue on that path, I think it will continue to help us, you know, shape, you know, who we are still, and how our business, you know, comes from that.
3: And at the at the, at the end of the day, us women are always right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and it, it is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll just remain
1: quiet. And then the other thing is, you you guys are going national. You, you know, you guys are going to mm-hmm. be bigger than than what you are now, and that's the hope of every business. Having that, I love that, Robert, because having that. Is how everybody else in the business is going to interact as well. How you know, and we see it so often. You know, couples in business, they interact on a you know on a much lower vibrational level. Let's just call it. They scream and yell at each other, and they wonder why. Like, oh, why does my staff disrespect me and scream and yell at me? Dah! Yeah. <laughs> so right. you guys are already laying the the foundation for massive expansion without having to stop in the middle of expansion going, Oh crap. How do we, you know, how do we put this all together for, for our staff now? Well, you
2: know, and I I think we all know here, I mean, you can put things down on paper, Mm -hmm. but really in the end, it's just theory. I mean, business is business is business. And as long as there's business, it's all about people. Yep. And you know, you know, the way that we look at it is, you know, we're the shepherds of our organization And um, we we lead by our relationship. You know, no matter what the the papers say, we still have to lead by our relationship. And I think that that's what we get.
1: Yeah. And super important.
0: And let's go ahead and find out the flip side. Done talking about controversy, what are some of the joys that you have working together, living together, being together 24-7?
3: I like the idea of being together a lot uh, because you really feel like you're in, you have a companion. I mean, there is a closeness that you don't feel when you're working at two different locations outside of the home. Uh, It's created more balance. If I can't pick the kids up, Robert's there to help. Uh, If we need to go do something, we know the other person's there. Um, you know working it's great i i'm like the only child in the office from what i've been told and <laughs> so with that only child syndrome it's nothing for me to say hey robert what do you think you know on the fly instead of having to send an email and respond back and it it's nice it really it feels complete
2: well for me what i like about it is it it's business but you know we we have our safe haven zones and what I mean by that is there are certain times and certain places, like within the house, where we just don't talk business, because we also understand we have to compartmentalize our family, our business, and you know, most importantly, ourselves, because we found if we let the other two control us, we have no us. And I think that that's one of the best things, because it gives us renewal and gives us a fresh outlook and outtake for our business and how we are as parents to our kids.
0: Fantastic, and I think that's great. You know, a lot of people, um, Catherine and I have a hard time compartmentalizing. I can't get that
1: word out. You never can. You <laughs> I, always, you always come to this point and talk about that, and, and
0: I, I can't. But we, we,
1: we, we don't, and we do. We don't, and we do. We don't. You know, when we're in the garden, we don't talk about business unless one of us gets a bright idea.
0: Yeah, because that's it. You know, the idea comes, you let it out. You let it out, yeah, right. Um, Unless you're in the movie theater, then the people behind you don't like it. Don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so moving right along. Um, You
1: you started to talk about, you know, that you've got to compartmentalize. So how do you do that? What is it that you do that you say, okay, this is – this is the doorway. So, like, we're sitting in our kitchen right now recording this. No, and we're in our
0: studio. We're
1: in our studio, which is our kitchen, um, because the studio that we normally use is Barry's office, and we can't get more than two people in there. So that doorway to our left that, our, that you guys can see, that our audience can't, that's the doorway that says, all right, we're done. You know, we come out of there, and we're
3: done. What is it that you guys do?
1: Well,
3: our, masked, our our bedroom is off limits. That is our neutral zone. Um, we don't like to talk business in there, and we know two certain times of the day, we don't talk business, and we kind of talk about it. If, if we know that we need S time, we'll actually say, okay, we're not going to talk about work right now, and we actually make that boundary known.
2: Yeah, you know, another thing that we do, too, and, and this is in the business part, but we also use it in the other aspects of our life, is we, um, if there is a problem and there, there's always problems. You know. Mm-hmm. We also we look at our life as our life isn't singular in nature. It's a process. So if, if there's a problem that we come upon in our process, we just pause at that moment and we say, hey, is this going to happen again? And if it does happen again, how do we create a better outcome from what's going on in that moment of time? We're very good at, at, at doing something that we do with the kids. It, one, first is listen. First is stop just stop. Stop whatever actions you're doing right then and there. And the second thing is to think. Think about what those actions can create in your future. And then third, once we think about it, discuss. And discuss what are the better ways to handle it. Because invariably, you know, a lot of problems aren't so unique in nature that they'll never happen again. And it actually helps us over the course of time become more efficient as well as effective. You know both running our business our family and having our relationship together
3: mm-hmm. and sometimes you know if if you know life gets to us it could be the middle of the afternoon we'll stop and we'll go get a treat someplace
2: she likes yogurt I do like my frozen <laughs> she yogurt. likes her frozen yogurt <laughs> and he likes his twizzlers oh i love my nibs <laughs> those are those are our good buttons and so so and we you know we we try to look at like you know if if, if the other one's kind of just you know. Sometimes you wake up with the crud, and you just feel cruddy that day. Yeah. You know, it's like you know what? That's that's the time when you know what you you, you know what do you what do you call it? Buck up, buttercup, or something like suck, suck it up, suck butter it up buttercup. And and you and, you, and you, you say you know what? I I could just be about me today, or I could say you know what? How do I make her day better? Because in the end, if I'm making the other person's day better, my day's better.
3: And vice versa. Very nice. And that is
2: the number one reason
0: to work for yourself. Plain and simple. You can't do that if you've got right. a 9 to 5. you got yeah. to go to an office and right. report. You can't do that. But here, we had a whole show that Catherine and I did, Costco in the afternoon. Mm. If you feel like mm-hmm. you want to go to Costco in the afternoon before the rest of the crowd gets there to get your samples before they do, you can do it yeah. anytime mm-hmm. you want. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us guys well you
2: know and, and what I like I, I want to kind of labor that a little bit more actually sure. Barry because what, what I like about that because you ask it because I know you guys you know don't have kids but the one thing that I like about what you're saying about Costco in the afternoon is I don't feel like an institution you know is raising our kids 24/ 7. We actually have time with our kids, mm-hmm. you know, much more so than maybe people who do work that nine right. to five job. But it's not just that. It's the commute that goes with it. So we're mm-hmm. very fortunate that way.
3: We do focus a lot on our family. That's fantastic. And that's fantastic. important to us. And it should be. Absolutely. Because, you
2: know, it, cause, you know par- part of it is with UHA. I mean, if, if you really look at it right, health does start in the home.
1: It absolutely does, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And what
0: they mean by that is the kids are going to have to take care of them when they're old. There you go. Yeah,
1: that that too. But anyway, no, i i I firmly believe, I firmly believe that if you're not, you know, sending your kids out and and they don't, they're not having to get raised by someone else all the time, and you get to control. Okay, um, this is these are the these are the bad things that they get and you know how many snacks can they have a day versus you know how much fruit they need and vegetables and things like that or i think it's i think it's super important and you know even even I know my sister's kids when they were little, um, my sister never had like cookies in the house or sugar in the house or anything. Mm. They came to grandma's house, man. They knew the exact draw at grandma's <laughs> house where the sugar was, where the cookies were, everything. So, you know, sometimes grandma and grandpa aren't the best either because they get to spoil the kids. Yes. and do all the things that uh, you wouldn't allow, or your parents would allow for you. In this case, it's you.
2: going to be called net spoiling.
0: Net <laughs>
1: spoiling. Oh net my God! Spoiling.
2: Look out, Wikipedia. Oh, <laughs> we have a bunch of words coming. <laughs> so, so guys,
0: are there any books that you've read that you could really recommend to our listeners relating to business? We're not—we're not talking about fiction here. You know, if it starts with Fifty Shades, we don't want to know about <laughs> it. Uh, but, but any books that you've read that have really helped you along in your journey in your entrepreneurial careers?
3: I'm more of a, I like to read, like, Forbes and Inc. and just different articles. I'm more about surfing and just getting a ton of different forms of information and then picking and choosing.
0: A lot of current event-type things. Correct. Awesome. Robert?
2: The book that I read that, I mean, it really did change my life. I, I, I can look back and think of that book, and it was Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Absolutely. <laughs> when I read that book, I thought I'd never... I'd, I'd never thought of such things. And, and from reading that book, he, that was the book. His mindset was the mindset that said, you know, do things that you've never done. Think ways that you've never thought and go places you've never gone. You know, my, my dad was an engineer. My mom was an academic. And, you know, how different can they be, be from me now? And, you know, a lot of it was because of that book. It just was an amazing book. Two other books I can think that have a profound effect on my life was um, Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And lastly, the most recent book that really had a profound effect on me was um, Jeff Olson's Slight Edge. I really like that book because it, it really brings to the, to the table the idea that sim- doing simple things right ongoing and continuously can have a major impact you know, on a person's life and business and well-being. And it was a really an amazing book um, by Jeff Olson. Sure. All, all three great books. And folks will have them
0: on our show notes with links if you want to purchase them. And, and finally, before we get to some of the more funner stuff, uh, if you could give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? F-
3: organization and follow through. That is the most important part when you have a business. You have to have everything organized, and if you put your mind up and you say you're going to do something, follow through. It's like the that cartoon strip where you see the two characters on top of each other with their little uh, pitchforks, and they're trying, or their little pickaxes, and they're uh, going through the tunnel, and one gives up too soon, and the other one you could see is just one more click of that that tool, and they break through it. And that's where a lot of businesses fall, fall apart, because they hit those obstacles, And they figure, oh, this isn't going to work. Instead of saying, you know what, just dig a little deeper, find a different avenue. There's always a workaround.
1: Terrific. Very good. All right. We're done with business. Hey, I had some too. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Robert has... I thought we told Robert he's not allowed to talk. (laughs) When did you tell him that?
0: Okay. Oh that, that you was, didn't make them that... sign it, so it's no, not yeah, binding. Not binding. <laughs> <You> know,
2: <laughs> what, what do you got, Robert? Well, what, what I, well you know, not that you want to know, but <laughs> <laughs> my, there's two things. One of them is just be persistent. You know, show up every day. You know, put your work hat on and do business. And the second thing is, is you know, if you do something and you blow it, don't beat yourself up over it because they're not beating themselves over it. You that I love that. That's that's some
0: great advice right there
2: because all of us make mistakes and all of us, like, it's just we beat ourselves up and we make it worse than it really is. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my dad always used to tell me, it's like, you know, as long as you're learning from the mistakes, the day is not wasted. And so, you know, don't beat yourself up to it. Life is too short for that. Mm-hmm. And there is some net advice for you. <laughs>
1: This is the net episode. <laughs> the net it episode. Is. This is. Oh, my yes, goodness. The, this epi- the netisode. The netisode, uh, yes. Uh, episode 84, <laughs> the net episode. The food round. The food round. Guys, what is your favorite meal to cook together,
3: or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? Oh, There isn't anything we don't enjoy cooking together.
2: Although we love a good big tub of hot buttery, lightly salted popcorn. Oh, gosh, yes. In in front of a good movie from Netflix.
3: (laughs) No, we we do a lot of clean and healthy cooking. And uh, when I proposed to Robert on Leap Day, instead of giving him an engagement ring, I gave him a cookbook.
2: Yes, I have a cookbook that I wear around my finger.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it looks lovely on you, Robert. It really does.
2: One cookbook to rule
0: them all. That's right. One cookbook to rule them all.
1: Actually, the tradition is a watch, which is what I gave Barry when I proposed to him on Leap Day uh, 20 years ago. Hey.
0: 21 years ago. No, 20... What are the odds that we have this this Leap Day thing going on? This is
1: 2016. Yeah. So February 29th, 2006, I proposed to you. And September 1, 2000... No, not 2000... I'm sorry. 1996. 1996, I proposed to you. And September 1996, we got married. Stop counting on your fingers. Yeah. You're going to need your toes in this one, too.
2: 20 years.
1: 20 years. I mean, the odds so, of that, though, that's so, amazing. But, but, to, uh, uh, but to, uh, to get Robert in a new gift here, uh, the traditional uh, gift for when the woman proposes is to uh, give a watch.
3: Yeah, he doesn't wear watches. <laughs> and there you have
1: it. And there you have it. So, what, so you guys cook healthy. You guys cook clean. But what is, the, what is that, that thing that you do You know, besides the popcorn, which really well – or maybe that's, maybe that's the one where you guys just no, – Well, know.
2: that would be our entertainment meal. I mean that's not really our, our meal. But what we really like to do is we like to, to get in that kitchen and we like to get our, our vegetables and you know take some of the stuff from our garden and make our healthy, healthy salads.
3: He does make killer pad thai, though.
2: Uh, yeah, I do make killer pad thai, don't I? See,
3: we actually have it. I, oh, I'm pad really...
2: thai. I thought you said pate with a weird accent.
0: No, <laughs>
1: no pad thai.
3: <laughs> I got that one. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we, we kind of joke. I love making the breakfast meals in the home. We'll, we'll make the lunches together. That's still kind of a 50-50, but night, we're always in the kitchen. And Robert is better at the...
2: Although I finally made things. you my, my world special pica de gallo. Oh, gosh, yes. And she loved it. <laughs> So you love that pica de gallo. And friends, if you come to the net reception, I'm
0: sure there'll be some there.
1: (laughs) That's right. That's right. And the last question, red, white, or beer?
2: Wait, the color's red, the color white, or beer? Oh, good Lord.
3: Oh, white. (sighs) I like red, but as I'm getting older, oh, white's wine. more.
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm beer then. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can tell who's going to come up with oh, beer. Wait,
1: Got what, it. the color? So you, you were a red wine drinker, mm-hmm.
3: and now you're becoming a white wine drinker. Yes, but I'll never turn down red, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Very good. Well, let's go ahead and, and pause for a second, and, uh, and then we're going to come back with our pet peeve. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? through audible.com, together 24/7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com/together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com/together.
0: Listeners, you have a business, you need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving, then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed those commercials. I know I did.
1: Okay, really? We just, we hit pause, we talked about the pet peeve, and, and then we came back. So you're editing in the commercials later, so you have no idea whether or not you like them.
0: I like them because one of them is you talking, one of them is me talking. How oh, can I not ju- like them? <laughs> How
1: can we not like them? All right. So, In so all we're, seriousness, yeah, so let's get we're back.
0: back. Yeah, we're back with the pet, pee- pet peeve of the day.
1: And Sean's th- th- got one. This
0: one's going to be so much fun because <laughs>
1: Sean's got it cuz we asked her. Yeah, it's like a, flew a, flew a out pet of her peeve. Mouth. And yeah. And yeah, that just there's no sucking that one back in. So Sean,
3: she's hysterical. <laughs> Sean, oh. what is your pet peeve? Organization. I cannot stand an environment that is cluttered and is just spread out everywhere. Uh, Like an office, if you're sharing an office and you have your little desk area and you expect the other person to keep their stuff on their desk, no, that does not include the bookcase, that does not include the other furniture, that does not include the floor and the tables and merges over onto your desk.
2: (laughs) Are we talking about somebody in particular?
3: (laughs) I love Robert to death. He has so many (laughs) wonderful qualities except for organizing. No,
2: I love to see what I'm doing. It gives me a physical representation of where i'm going and how i'm gonna get there it's like the travel map of my office work
3: we could do a snapchat of all your papers
2: i love <laughs> my papers and my little sticky notes and everything else i have going on
3: <laughs> it just merges over to everywhere do, do oh. i
2: do i hear a
0: neck breakup no, no, not at <laughs> no. all. I, no,
1: what I hear, what I hear is a net second office, like we had to do because we shared an office too.
0: Well, we and we we a... separated our offices not due to my my cluttered, slobbiness, cluttered desk. I know where everything, but we're, when we we both have to be on the phone at the same time, we're both very loud.
2: Can't share. Any any oh, his... there's no loud over here, and 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 his <laughs> slobbiness,
1: and and his and his slobbiness. So. Uh, now, my office becomes just the dumping ground since it's right inside the front door, but that's a whole other story. This is your pet peeve, not our pet peeve. I
3: know, and, and Robert could always tell when I'm done because I go through, he'll leave for a little bit, and when he comes back, everything is picked up, cleaned up, and put back on his desk. But and everything you can't is find messed anything. up and, yeah.
2: and out of place and I don't know what I'm doing again. So then it takes me another hour to fix, sort it all out. I'm with you a hundred percent, Robert. You've got your system. You know where everything is, what it, it comes back from my tech days, and maybe that's what it is, because what you do is you'd have all your equipment laid out all over the tables and you would Know what you needed to do when you needed to do it. So files are just like the um, the paper versions of a tech equipment.
0: Yes. So he's learning. <laughs> Robert, you do Slowly. what you do best. You know, you know your skill set. Sean,
2: neener, neener, neener. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you'll break them, Sean. Great. Don't worry, you'll break them. Oh, he's getting organized.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I am. I'm getting there.
1: Slowly but surely. And on, <laughs> on that note, I think it's time to end the show. So, think? guys, thank you so much. Sean, Robert, thanks for coming out here. From, thank you. They came out to our home and uh, and all that fun stuff. And here we are. Thank you so much for, uh, for being on the show with us and being our guests. Uh, listening audience, all this information is going to be um, on the show notes. That's what it's called on the website, the show notes. Focus,
0: darling. Focus,
1: focus, focus. Because focus. I was. I was. Five Steps Ahead in Thought, because the other thing is, I'm also going to put a link to Network Together, which is your networking or association, United Health Association. That's for everybody in the holistic health field, and if you know someone, have them get in touch with United Health Association. But Network Together, that's for anyone in business for themselves that wants to hook up with other people in business. Don't, and say, get don't know, say hook don't up. Don't ho- say hook up. It's fine. And 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 get, <laughs> and get more business and get more business. Product of
3: that, Barry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's
1: true. So it is that kind of an organization. Yeah. Thank
2: we you. We got so net hooked. We <laughs> got net hooked.
1: But in all seriousness, um, take a look at the website, and that'll be on the show notes. Because if you want to start a network together in your area. I know Robert would be very excited to do and, that. And
0: we have had since day one network together uh, on our resources page on our website. Uh, so there's also a link if you want to sign up to, for, for a local network together in the Phoenix metropolitan area. Um, and again-
1: Or start your own.
0: Or, and I was going to mm-hmm. say, or st- to start your own in your area, go ahead and contact Robert and Sean. And if you're a holistic health provider, contact them because that's more important than networking. Staying healthy.
1: That's right. So, guys, thank you very much, and we'll see everybody next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net.
1: Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas